everybody, welcome to the show. I'm Sal. Tom King's back. Thanks for being here, man. What an absolute pleasure. I love this show. I was just saying this to you before we started, but I, I've i just done two big cons as Trivicon in San Diego, and dozens and dozens and maybe even hundreds of people in my line said, I wouldn't have read your books if I hadn't seen you on Sal. Sal hadn't talked about them. And they're like, and that's why I didn't read your Batman run because I heard it was terrible. But <laughs> that is not I, true. <laughs> people read it despite my protestations. Uh, but well, that is very humbling. Thank you. So no, much. but it was I, it was incredibly your 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 fan base, your viewers are incredibly good people, and they're incredibly kind. And yes. I, I I can't say how much I appreciate you having me on and oh, bring, my and, pleasure. And, and and supporting those books. It really means a ton to me and my family. Thank you, thank you very much. The audience is uh, it's one of the best audiences we, that I've seen online, uh, and I'm I'm very I'm very blessed. Hey, want- you're a celebrity in my house. I told you this. I know. You yeah, are. with with the TikToks. With the TikTok, it happened. It happened literally today. My son was looking over my shoulder. <laughs> my TikTok, whatever algorithm I'm on, it always shows you first. Whenever I open TikTok, mm-hmm. you are the first face that pops up. Yeah. And so my children think you must be like the king of TikTok. a big deal yeah i'm yeah. not it's very low i gotta tell you it's like it's it's embarrassing how bad we do but i like that that's cool i assume it's like your kids are just like well who's this dude like why does why do you watch him so much like it's it, don't look at him dad stop it uh, the, the algorithm only sends me dog videos so they're like where's his dog is a dog right jump what's on him the dog reading this comics <laughs> like that's funny because i only get cats so yeah that's that's how it is that's how it is yeah. Um, right off the bat, I guess we should, uh, because it's a dog, I wanted to ask this uh, about the tease you, you gave for the Boom Studio series with Peter oh, Rose. Yeah. Can stuff. you talk a little bit about what we're looking at and at least when it's coming? I think September, right? Yeah. I, or I is it, is it, was it 2024? I'm, what I'm told is, I've never done this before, uh, that Boom decided to tease it and say, Peter, Peter and I are on this project to give you a little piece of the first cover but not give ah. you the title of the book. No, there's no title. Give, no. Yeah, no, no title. No, what, what's it about? And, and, and all that stuff will be announced later, probably cool. definitely, definitely before New York. And if not before New York, by New York Comic-Con, which is in, gotcha. October, which is in a few months. Yeah. Uh, so, oh so, so there's not much I can say about it, except that it's, it's definitely the most ambitious thing I've ever done. It is, it is a high mountain that I have to climb and I do not know if I can, I'm two thirds of the way through, no, I'm three quarters of the way writing it. Nice. Uh, and uh, and it's very it's really hard. It's high level, very hard comics to do. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it literally, I was sitting around. I, ha- I had an, an idea popped in my head, uh, and I was like, "Oh, nobody's ever going to let me do that idea because that's <laughs> that's an insane thing." Mm-hmm. And um, a, a boom editor, a very kind boom editor named Eric, when I was nobody, when nobody would answer my calls, took me out to to dinner at, at San Diego and was like, "Tom, I liked your book or whatever." And throughout all these years, he's, he just reaches out to me every once in a while just, just to check in. And I, this guy has been so kind for so many years. And I was literally like, I was, I was like I'm going to call Eric because he's <laughs> the only one who might be crazy. He was crazy enough to like me before I wrote any comic books. He might be crazy enough to take this idea. Yeah. And I, I, I pitched him the idea on the phone. He's like, yeah, well, why the fuck not? Uh, and uh, and, and Fair. we launched it. And it was, it was, I had, if I had thought this through, if it had not been a totally spontaneous thing, I would never have done this project. It's mm-hmm. putting me like at the center of a target. It's 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 gonna make me compare with people who write much better than me. Um, uh, mm-hmm. But but I'm I'm you know I'm whatever I'm stepping up to base and saying pitch your fastest pitch. I'll see how I can do. So nice. that yeah that that's that's what I can tell. And Peter Gross is on. I've known Peter since um, the late '90s when I was an intern at Vertigo, mm-hmm. uh, and he was working on Books of Magic. 
um, for people who don't know, Books of Magic is 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 um, it, it's a book about a, a young wizard who's thirteen and wears round glasses and is, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and is, is destined uh, to become a great wizard. But first, he has to go through a number of trials mm. uh, in the magic world. And and it, and it came all before Harry Potter. When I saw Harry Potter, I assumed that it, they, they were ripping off Tim Hunter. Um, yeah. it was a, it was a Vertigo book back in the day. Uh, and 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 Peter did uh, all the work on it as much well as the creators of that character, and uh, and he's done amazing work since and are written and yeah. Uh, so it's it's just it's it's he's one of my heroes as an artist and he's he's killing it so far on this book. Yeah. So. All I can say is I'm I'm very concerned because the image that is being teased and this is not telling tales out of school is of a dog and I'm like oh no. <laughs> Yes. It's, it's, oh, no. it's very like, Sarah McLaughlin singing in the middle of the night. <laughs> it totally is, and I'm like, no, I can't read a series about a sad dog. That it's it's rough, man. No pun intended. Uh, I can't, but I'm it's, going to read it because, of course, of course. I, how, how can I? This is your first boom book. Yes, it's my first boom book. Uh, it's not a series about a sad dog. It's not a series okay. about dogs getting hurt or animals getting hurt. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's 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 not. I, I say that as the person who. Uh, I mean, it, crypto obviously survived and it's just fine by the end of Supergirl, which but it, I did it, not expect. Yes, I was like, it, oh, here we go. In the beginning, crypto had, had, you know, he got injured in the beginning of Supergirl. And mm-hmm. I, I have a dog. My dog is sitting three feet from me, oh. blissfully asleep. And she, she's, uh, uh, if it wasn't for my beautiful wife, she'd be the love of my life. Uh, yeah. she, she's, 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 she's definitely a number two. And, um, and so I, I'm not into books where dogs are hurt or tortured or, or sad dogs. I, I, I wouldn't want to write that all day. And I yeah. want you to read that. So that's, it's not about sad dog, but there are, right. it, it is full of dogs and cats and rabbits. So, oh, cool. Oh, I see what you were alluding to earlier now. Okay. We'll so so it's, that. it's full of things. Yeah. All right. Cool. I'm excited. I mean, like, how could I not be at this point? Uh, speaking of indie work, uh, Love Everlasting, you're now in your second arc. Hooray. Just did you it this week. Yeah. Finally. Did you expect to do two i mean when it first launched it was a it was like the substack initiative we were still kind of like embroiled in the pandemic and i kind of feel like love everlasting was just like this kind of like bolt from the blue let's try this and see if it works but it's i mean you've got like you've got two full books out of the damn thing and it's it's kind of awesome one no i expected to do 30 issues okay uh we're gonna do we haven't announced this yet, so I feel. Oh well, then we'll just leave it. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it. But yeah, but there, there'll be a break. There'll be a break coming. I mean, I, it's not a secret since if anyone who's seen the distillery ads, Elsa's part of distillery that's coming out. Yes, so that's she, wonderful. She, she's going to need a break to do some of that stuff, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's writing for herself, and I've seen some of it, and it's already brilliant. So look forward yeah. to Elsa. I hate the fact that so many of my brilliant partners are now writing for themselves. I, I, <sighs> yeah. I, I, di- I, I discourage all artists from finding any talent in words. I, I, I hate it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I only yeah. want to work with artists who, who can't speak English from now on. That's, that's, <laughs> my, that's my only chance. So many of my artists are becoming brilliant writers and I, and I can't, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, you've been, you've been paired with some, uh, some of the best, some of the top in the industry. And uh, that's gotta be a nice little feather in your cap. I mean, the real hard one was Joelle, you know, Joelle Jones. I worked with her and I was, I was like, oh my God, she is turning into just one of those brilliant artists I've ever worked with. And she suddenly yep. was like, oh, I found a great writer I want to work with. I was like, oh, how am I going to get, who's, who's, who is it? Who is it? She's like, it's me. I was like, oh, God damn it, I can't compete with you. Oh, no. Yeah, exactly. And she, she turns out to be a fantastic writer. And I'm just she like, ah, oh, yeah. So I feel like she, I was like, how do, how do I, how do I badmouth you to you and be like, oh, Joelle, that writer here with stinks. You should come <laughs> it, 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 it won't work. Um, 
no but but yeah but yeah so but elsa and i i mean there's still quite a ways to go on this first sort of season or whatever we call it Hmm. um but yeah yeah we finished book two anyone who brings me love everlasting their first reaction is what the fuck am i reading totally (laughs) no yeah very weird book um but i'm I'm glad i have a weird book because i write very mainstream superheroes all right batman superman wonder woman so it's nice to have a book that's very odd and to show that i can you know kind of do the sort of the invisibles thing where i can sort of confuse you (laughs) and 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 go a little deep and cool but yeah, yeah i i i absolutely adore that book um, and because of Substack, we had a huge head start in terms of financing it. So it it, yeah. it, it, it sort of paid for itself already. Totally. Uh, I wanted to re- continue to talk about, um, obviously, transitioning to the to the big two and talking about DC. Um, before we get See my to my new DC hat, finally, I, I, lost, know. I, I lost my hat, but they re-solicited these on the DC uh, site and I bought one. We so, bought one at San Diego. It was uh, we had to have it. My my wife is a connoisseur of uh, snapback ball caps. I feel like an old person saying ball caps, but that's what they are. Ball and, caps. Oh my. Yeah. God. It's that okay. doesn't sound like a very clean word. I don't know. They're gonna get a I, warning from YouTube. I guess that's true. Caps. Yeah. Oh, I guess I can't say that. Yeah. No. But uh, <laughs> I I learned it honestly. It's from uh, the Looney Tunes bumper to the. I think it's to Gremlins too where they were advertising the <laughs> Warner Brothers book. And they're like, okay, let's go through the checklist. Do you have your Warner Brothers ball cap? And I'm like, oh, it's called a ball cap. All right, thank you, Daffy. Now I'll know that a baseball cap is called a ball cap. And I'll just look like an old person from the age of like nine until, you know, <laughs> until yeah, death. No, they have the other kind of ball cap, but you do, that's like $60. This is only 50, so you know, the yeah. millions. No, I had to get it, but, uh, it, and, it, and it's great. And then immediately people were like, oh, you're wearing the Tom King hat. And I'm like, I like that. I like that the DC, the, a black DC hat with the B, with the blue logo on it. Yeah. And uh, we know that. Do you know there's Taylor also some weird, the, the, the reason it's kind of warped-ish, mm-hmm. which I don't, I don't love the warp. I wish it was kind of just normal, but yeah. the reason it's warped is there's like these design elements, like Batman's ears are in one little thing. Oh. And Wonder Woman's W is over here. There's like. What? No, there, is that yeah, no, no, that's hundred percent true. That's why, that's why you see, you see how it's not a kind of a normal DC. It's got like. Yeah. I just thought that was just like the stitching. Here. Yeah. No, no, this is this is it's somehow if you look at it from that right angle, it's Batman's ears and Superman's feet, or I don't know. There's a whole thing. That, that, that's the, a little esoteric, the, the, I think. For the a Trinity hat. is hidden in the hat. That's, that's kind of saying. that's that's brilliant and also like lost on literally everyone. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, every time I see it, I was like, what? the DC looks a little lumpy. Do people realize that the lumps have meaning? It's, it's I literally, it's I just thought it was just lumps. a weird. I thought it was just the stitching on it. I was like, oh, okay, well, it's no, that's, pretty hat. That's why it's not like exactly like the DC bullet because there are hidden little bad ears in it. Mm. Oh See, man, I wish we could get come back to, to this bullet. podcast to learn things. That's right. Yeah, you get you get all the Easter eggs. All um, the Easter eggs. But uh, but yeah, man. Before we get too deep in the weeds, I wanted to ask, what is final order cutoff for Wonder Woman number one? I think it's the end of August. Okay, so it's you got some time. Up. Yeah, but, it's but still, the push, the, the push has come. It's time to push. We are we're yes. in the we are in the final. You know. This is going to be a big book. It's got big debuts in it. It's it's mm-hmm. time it's time it's time for people to call their stories because we sold out of Wonder Woman eight hundred in one day. I um, knew we would. You were you were I, we when the last time you were on the show we were talking about that and you're like I did do a little uh, story in there. There is a new character that's debuting and I immediately told my I like when we were done with the show I called my comic shop. That was two months ago. I was like, hey, get me Wonder Woman. I think it was eight hundred and they were or seven ninety nine. But they were like, yeah, it was eight hundred and they were like, okay. You know, like, c- congratulations, you're the first person to pre-order Wonder Woman. 
<laughs> to score in years. And I was like, cool. And then, of course, immediately they sold out and, uh, and, uh, and Trinity was born. And it's like, hey, all right. Only, sp- only if you watch that show, folks. <laughs> I, I, exactly. And we saw it was, it was a fairly high order. It was, it was, it was, it was a big bump up and, and we sold out. And then and, and the, and the next order went really high, too. So, so Wonder Woman is rolling. We just got to keep it rolling. And uh, yeah. let, me, let me make a, if you're calling your store, I want to make a recommendation. Uh, I mean, there's some brilliant covers, some good incentives cover, but the art germ cover is out of its mind. And mm. you, that's the one that's going to sell out super fast and it's going to be on eBay. So call your stores and get the art germ cover reserved. Um, there's Bill, the other, I mean, the, the Daniel oh, cover, yes, I've seen it. cover, but the art germ is out of, it's out of its mind um, in terms of just being beautiful and sexy and, and just, and being kinetic too, because she's bouncing a bullet three times on it. Yeah. Uh, so so I, I highly recommend that, that, that go, go for that art germ cover. Totally. No, before, it's, before it goes. Oh, and, and it will. Um, we have talked a little bit about Wonder Woman because I think we were we were pimping out the last issue of Wonder Woman anyway. But um, I think we'll retread it a little bit because we have we you and I have actually had some off scene conversations about Wonder Woman, and you've been very vocal about it. But what made you want to get in on Wonder Woman out of the Trinity? I mean, you've obviously you, I don't think you've ever had a run on Superman. You had your Batman run. You've done Superman up in the sky, which is one of the best Superman books made in the last yeah, if you you look know, in the, the background. You can century. see my Superman up in the sky. Yeah. You were also uh, teasing everybody by saying you have the, um, God, Mito, uh, the whole issue. You have every page. Yeah. That's it right there. That's, that's awesome. There. That's it. It's a little grid. <laughs> it was really hard. Nine panel grid on your wall. <laughs> it is. It is. It's, it's a, well, it's a twelve panel grid because there's. 12. All right, fair enough. Yeah, I didn't buy the stupid cover that he offered it to me. I should have bought it. What a fool! Oh, what a fool that I would have the complete thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was really hard. I, I do a lot of math to get that grid up there, and I'm I'm a fucking comic. Oh, I shouldn't say fucking. Well, I, guess I we're know you're fine. We're fine. We're, 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 we're past the first thirty line. seconds. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I have no idea how to do any math, but me being like, okay, I got 12 things, this spaces, I had measuring things. Oh, so yeah, yeah, that was hard. It was very hard to hang up. But yeah, I look, I look at Andy's art every single day and I can't Oh, that's that's lucky, man. I love Andy's art. It's so great. Once you get a Cubert on a book, you are in for a good time. Just no question. Whether it's whether it's Joe, Andy, Adam, they're all friggin' amazing. Met, uh, Emma, they're incredibly talented people. What a what a what a what a sin that that whole family is so talented. <laughs> yes, and and Katie was my first editor on if ever in DC Comics. No kidding. Who, who's still at DC to this day? Wow. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, what made you want to go do Wonder Woman, or was 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 Wonder Woman kind of one of those things where someone said, "Why don't you do Wonder Woman?" I I have to say I I wasn't looking for Wonder Woman for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. In fact, I would say I was looking not to do Wonder Woman because I've I don't think I, I I've I, I've written her a few times and yeah. I, I mean, I, I like my issues I've done with her. I, I did some Batmans with her. Uh, she was super fun. Uh, she was in Heroes in Crisis a little bit. And yep. uh, mostly I was like, I don't have a feel for this character. She's very hard to write. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I write her with, just naturally. I write her with an accent. I don't know why. I just I, probably from watching the, the obviously from the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but in, in my head, she talks a little bit, you know, she has kind of a Greekish accent and sure, so now, sure. and, and I, and, and people are like, why does she talk so silly, Tom? I've seen, you know, like, <laughs> um, and so, so there's that, uh, and Wonder Woman has never been, I mean, I'm just to be super honest with you, like I've now read a ton of Wonder Woman comics, but I was never a regular Wonder Woman reader. I never, no. as a kid, I didn't have her on my pull list. Totally. Um, no, no, absolutely not. I mean, I did not, not to say like, that. I, yeah. 
the Mesner Lobes run was one of the yeah, I was gonna say, with. yeah, the Diodato Mesner Lobes run. I mean, yes. I was a 13 year old kid and it was Diodato, so what I'm yeah. you know, I, I plead guilty. Uh, exactly. uh, but also, I love I'm a big Mesner Lobes fan, he's a fantastic one of my favorite writers. Same. Uh, but uh, but you know and, and I had I had, you know obviously read Kelly Sue's book that came out recently and I I had read the George Perez stuff just because almost it's almost like you have to read that kind of stuff and, and I dipped into the Phil Jimenez and I'd read the Peters I mean I guess I'd read I read the Peters stuff because I love Golden Age stuff and I'd read the Kaniger stuff because I love Silver Age stuff so I mm-hmm. and I well I got enough I can read the O'Neill stuff so I'd read a lot of Wonder Woman comics but I never yeah. I was never I mean to be perfectly frank I was a boy in the age when they told boys not to read wonder woman just to be perfectly frank hmm. um interesting and I, it, was, it was wrong it was that it was 90s we didn't do everything right there yeah. were problems with our society but one of our problems was we kind of divided comics and you know like it was already bad enough that i was a comic book nerd and that mm-hmm. would have been like another I, i'm ashamed oh, another of level things, but they yeah. happened I, but that's just the, that was the kind of the attitude back then yeah no um, it, you're absolutely right no it was and uh it's funny i never really there's there during the nineties when like around the time when Data was doing Wonder Woman. And so there was that element of like, I don't want to say gratuity, but it certainly was like the style at the time, but I there were certain is okay for what that book was. All right. Fair enough. I always had her at like arms, I don't know, arms length. And I don't know why, but she always like, maybe it's because she is like the first, you know, female superhero of her type. Like she's the most iconic, uh, but there's something about her that just kind of keeps her on a pedestal a little bit. I, I think that that's a basic problem with Wonder Woman is that a lot of people put her on the pedestal and it is hard to read about someone who's on a pedestal. It is, mm-hmm. it is it's it's difficult to write and read about. I mean, it's the same thing everyone says about Superman. Although I didn't find it true when I wrote Superman. It's, just, it's like she's too good. She's too kind. She's you ask anybody about Wonder Woman. They start they start to, they just give you all positive attributes, you know, mm-hmm. and the kid. Yeah. And the characters, I, I mean, I was, I loved Wolverine, you know, I loved, I mean, I loved the Punisher. I loved, um, yeah. flawed. Yeah. Flawed people. Batman. I mean, he's really flawed. Even yeah. Superman has his weird sort of eccentricities lying to <laughs> Lois Lane. He's keeping to it. And he's always has to do the right thing, which leads to, to, to him to kind of having to, to building wrong constructs, which I think mm. makes it. But Wonder Woman, you're like, oh, she's compassionate, but she's also the world's greatest warrior. But she's also <laughs> yeah. the smartest person in the DCU. But she's also, it's, 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 there's no it's too much there. It's, yeah. It's, it, 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 it becomes, um, uh, it, it, there's no fiction. There's nowhere to go with it because she has no flaws, and that right. thing that makes her a very hard character to write in, in terms of. And that that's what that's why. With, I mean, I, I've, I've I've found her to be very difficult in terms of to get a grasp on her and how to write her. It, it was yeah. it was tough because my where'd you my, find it? Well, my instinct is always to go back to the origin story. I'm always going if you you know my, I just did this Human Target book. Uh, and then with that stuff, I went right, right back to the Len Wing, Dick Giordano originals. Like, what was this about? Holy yeah. crap, this was about a fucking sweet, cool-ass private <laughs> eye slash, yeah. you know, 70s. You know, you could feel like the, the wah, wah beneath it, you know, like. I'm 100%. Like, that, that's that's what I want. I want to do that. Or, um, you know, when you want to go back to Batman, you go back to those original stuff. It's about his parents dying. It's about him and, it's about him and, and Gordon, you know, like, get away from all this sort of other stuff. Yeah. Same with super. Same with Superman. You go back to origin; it's perfect. Everything's there. He's the immigrant. He's he's the striver. He's the outsider. Come back in. There's all that's there. You go back to Wonder Woman's origins. Huh. Oh, it gets complicated. Really weird. It's it really weird. Really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, first of all, it was made in a very different time, which had very different morality than we than we did. And it was yeah. it was it was a battle against that morality. It was but but even when, sometimes when you're battling against. Morality, you're still kind of odd, and and it's very much tied in with Marston's 
opinions on sort of sexual relations back then. Yeah. And because um, Marston obviously was in a thruple and, 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 and he had a very a deep um, a, a, a love for, 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 for chains and being people being tied up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's stuff which Graham Morrison did in his year one book or his yes. one book. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I find that stuff hard to sort of dig in and find what's be- beautiful because it, it, it's a, it's a wonderful kink. It's just not mine. Uh, right. So, so, so I, 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 you can't go back to the origins like I would normally do. So sort of my, my normal Avenue of inquiry was cut off. Yeah. So that, yeah. that was, that was a problem approaching Wonder Woman. So th- for all these reasons, I was like, I don't Wonder Woman was sort of not on my radar mm-hmm. and I always want to do Superman. I'm like Snape and Harry Potter. Uh, <laughs> I'm always I will and but every year goes by and someone else grabs it and this time Josh grabbed it. Yeah. Uh, and, it's a good book by the way. I'm sure you've been reading it but it's Oh, uh, it's a wonderful book. Yeah, I love it. The 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 recent Lex Luthor twist was so cool. Yeah. Um and uh yeah, everyone should go out there and the Dawn of DC stuff is good. Yeah. The books are being great. Agreed. And and and, and Chip J- Josh and I, you know, we we get on the phone and and are on Zooms and we talk to each other and you know, Wonder Woman, Superman, Batman. We sit there and be like, yeah. "Well, at least they have, at least they have the young guns on these books." Because <laughs> <laughs> like Josh is the one guy whose beard isn't gray. You know, he's he's the baby. <laughs> um, but 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 I, I love where Don of DC is going and how tight we are. But yeah, so yeah. then I so Wonder Woman sort of wasn't on my my radar. Now the editor of Wonder Woman, I've been working with her, her name's Brittany. She's brilliant. And we go back to Mister Miracle together. We've been working together very consistently for a long time. Uh. Um, and she was, uh, the main editor on Supergirl. She helped very much guide that book, uh, mm-hmm. which is, be- which has become my biggest success very bizarrely, uh, which no, m- little to do with me, but I love that book and, and what Bill Keats do with it. But what we can't sell enough Supergirls, those things are fly off the shelves. Every single person at Comic-Con had a copy of Supergirl. Which is so heartening because, uh, I remember when we first talked, when you, when you first launched Supergirl Woman Tomorrow, it was kind of like the little book that couldn't. It was just like, well, I'm doing, I'm getting eight issues, you know, like everyone's favorite eight issue miniseries. And, yes, uh, <laughs> but, uh, and, and it was immediately like right out of the gate from Bilquis's art to the story, to the, the way you inhabited the character and, 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 and Ruth and all that stuff. Like everything about that book was just like fire. And I remember when it was over and it had come out, I found and I, th- I know a lot of people did. We were talking about this book, hyping it up, being like, "You gotta, f- you gotta read Supergirl." But I would, I would find like l- new issues. You know, like it had come out, and then it was in dollar bins. Like it had just come out, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah you, you, you can have it for five bucks off." And I'm like, "I'm getting the, I'm getting, I'm gonna grab all the variant covers for a dollar." <laughs> oh, good, make some money. I mean, like, I can't not, and because I know one day someone's gonna talk about this book, and then boom, movie, and of course, like. Eisner nominations uh and and it's it's a it's it's a phenomenal book and uh we're up for hugo now so if you're a hugo voter and you're out there go yes yes please do because it deserves a win maybe we'll get a hardcover if you if it wins the hugo award oh yes they can put the, they can put the logo on the cover of the hardcover for supergirl <laughs> please I, I, i've lost the hugo twice so uh no kidding I, uh, what was the yeah. other hugo uh, I got Strange Adventures and Mr. Miracle. I've gone three, that's, three years in a row I've lost. Wow. And neither of them? That's weird. Neither of them. I think I lost both times to Monstrous. Damn you, Monstrous. That is a phenomenal series. <laughs> yeah, no, it's really good. It's really good. I'm not, yeah, I'm yeah. not saying, I'm not, I'm not bad about it. No, 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 I know. I'm just saying, like, you know, it's at least it's yeah. good competition. It's not yes. just like, ah. Uh, at least it's beautiful. I lost against some, you know, collection of a book that came out 40 years ago. Like, you know. 
Yeah, but 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 uh, but you know now, now uh, Monstrous has won like eight years in a row. You know they're like the Frasier. Like, exactly. Uh, it's like hey, give me give me one. All right, yeah. you have one. Right. Can, can you do a little worse? A little, yeah. can you just, <laughs> just can you know? stumble a little bit, yeah, please. Stumble a little bit, please. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, what what made you finally find Wonder Woman for you? So what was the thing where you're like, oh. So as I said, so I I've worked with Brit and Brittany are, and I are doing Danger Street currently. Uh, yes. and, and, and so she's one of my favorite editors, one of my favorite people in comics. Uh, and, and she approached me and she said, Tom, would you, at this, I've been doing 12 issue miniseries since 2018, 19. It's been a wow. while since I've been in continuity since I left Batman. So Batman it's 85. True, yeah. And of course I was writing Batman way in advance. So you gotta take another six months off whenever that came out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. So I, 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 they're, they're like, do you want to come back into main continuity and do a big main continuity book where you're going to have, you know, crossovers and the whole thing. Yeah. And I, I guess I did. I, I was kind of <laughs> scared. I, and many time you're scared. I, I, Cause I kind of felt like I was just, I didn't want to do the same thing over and over again. You always want to evolve. You always want to do something different. You always want to, you know, swerve when you're supposed to. So totally. Um, also, if you write 50, and I'm, God, I'm, I'm planning a 12 issue right now. If, if you write 50, 12 issue series, one's going to be the 50th best. And I'm haunted by this. Like, Oh my God, what that poor thing. <laughs> I mean, we all know it's going to be Heroes in Crisis, but there's a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, I love Heroes in Crisis. Uh, but that's but, fair. Uh, Someone has okay. to. So she, she, she said, uh, and she, I mean, she approached me and said, we're going to do Wonder Woman and we have Daniel Sempur. Oh, um, and so I immediately knew that this wasn't like take over the book for a little while until we kind of reboot kind of thing. Yeah. It was like because they were like, here is the artist who draws all of our um, epic crossovers, who just yep. came off of Dark Crisis. Exactly. Um, sort of our modern day George Perez. And uh, I was like, oh, so this is going to be big. This is going to be an event. He's he's you know he's a guy who draws like Jim Lee, and that's something I hadn't seen. I mean, Jim Lee obviously did a little Wonder Woman back there, but but oh, yeah. that kind of energy, that kind of power in wonder woman because i mean i've been with dc for 10 years and i can't tell you how many conversations we've had where how do you solve one and then brilliant people have come on the book and and i've talked to all of them like how do you solve women everyone just has their different problems and i was like i think the way to solve women is have her kick ass it's always been my answer just have a <laughs> kick ass wonder woman again because again i'm going back to i want a wonder woman who's wolverine i want punisher right. I, I want <laughs> yeah i want her yeah. to be the, so so that was part of it so then that was on the table and at the same time i i i said this before but i was um I went to George Perez's funeral, um, which was at MegaCon last year, not you know a year and a half ago. Yeah. Uh, and uh, at the funeral, they played a sort of you know George obviously knew he was going to pass, and he got and he got interviewed before he, he went, and for I think he knew it was going to be yeah. played at his funeral, and, and he talks about his life and his career, and they ask him like, what is the thing you're most proud of, and he says I'm most proud of my run on Wonder Woman. Yeah. And and she said, why? And he said, because nobody ever gets that character right. I got her right. Oh. Uh, and, and and most non-narcissistic, crazy non-writers would be like, oh, that's very sweet. And mm -hmm. I just thought, oh, shit, he's calling me out. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. And you never will. Yes. Um, I felt the guilt immediately that I was yeah. like, it's like, Tom, you are scared. I can feel it in your bones. <laughs> and, and and I did it and you didn't do it. Like I went out on the edge and you won't go out on the edge with me. And I was like, fuck you, George Perez, you dare me. I'm coming after you. <laughs> that was but, uh, but no, but it was, it was a moment where I, I did feel sort of like, 
like like another like the, generation like the gauntlet, challenged me. The gauntlet, yeah, the gauntlet was, was was thrown. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. um, and so it's, I I you know um, I mean I look, there's no way to say this. It's that's 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 not arrogant, but I feel that I'm getting I'm I'm doing well at the game right now. I I know yeah. what I'm doing. I can write well, and and Wonder Woman is you know it's. It, it's put me in the game coach it's being in the it's being in the game in the last five minutes and saying you can throw me the ball i can hit this three and i was like yeah. i want to be the guy you know who who volunteers to get the ball I, I you know put me in the game put me on the line i will take the final i'll take the final shot that that's how wonder woman started to feel it to me and so yeah. then then i started to think about how how i can do this and how i can make it good that's awesome i was uh i was gonna ask but you kind of t- uh, tackled a little bit where you talk to josh and chip um, this is the, the first time you've been back in continuity, full, full on monthly continuity. Um, it's been a while. It doesn't, it's not, it's not double shipping, is it? It is not. No, thank God. Okay. Also, That's geez, fun. the way Daniel draws, you could double ship. He draws, right. he, he's very fast. We're very far ahead. I'm writing issue five this week Ooh. And, and four is pretty much in the can. Nice. Um, so, so it's going to be very nice. So you so Daniel will be the first, I can guarantee at this point, Daniel will be on the first five without a break. Um, straight through, and, which, which and is how many nice of those a list to do that? Oh, totally. And how many of those pages have you purchased so far? <laughs> He's digital. <laughs> Daniel's digital. I can't. I can't purchase anything. Good. <laughs> um, I yeah. just bought. I just got. For, I saw Phil Hester, who is not digital, who's the last. Right, and, and I. And I, bought, I bought this beautiful Gotham Year One. Oh Flash man, that's from, a from, that's from a Phil book. Hester, and um, that, that I just I love and I loved this page. So I bought. Was that a Terrificon? That was a terrific on. He was a man. It was, it was the week after San Diego. And I was like, cause I live in Jersey. I could have driven to Connecticut without any problem, but I was like, I just got back from San Diego. I don't want to go to another con, but I looked at the list and I'm like, it's such an amazing roster. Damn it. It was hard, dude. It was hard. It was because we, we were tired. I mean, we went all oh, yeah. to San Diego and Mitch and I were there together yeah and and so we were like you again <laughs> you know <laughs> stay to each other um yeah. but literally i i i i i can't remember having more fun at a con than i had at connecticut it was it was everything i wanted from a con it was just that's awesome i got to i i, I mean i went out to dinner with walt and wheezy and walt's telling me old walt walt simonson wrote the first comic book i ever i ever purchased uh, avengers 300 um <sighs> which which i had pages from that that i had walt sign and <laughs> uh and I, I so i got to talk to him i got to talk to carl potts about alien legion which is a that's so cool with me yeah uh, i got to talk about barbara freelander obviously i did all this research into romance comics and she wrote yeah. those romance comics from the 70s and she was there uh i, I hung out with chris claremont i was his assistant he doesn't remember but i was assistant <laughs> 25 years ago and so no. i you know I, I was like reminding him of old stories and we were laughing i was saying i was i was standing there and chris claremont art adams were art and i are kind of friends we went to we, went, we did thanksgiving together this year but so they were, they were, the three of us were sort of having a conversation. I was thinking back, I was like, I remember reading your Alpha Flight X-Men crossover while my yeah. dad was on strike as a teacher. It was the only book I had. And here I am standing talking to you. It, I, my mind was just so incredibly blown. But it was, um, it was full of moments just, just like that. Yeah, that's awesome. The, the closest thing to that, I think I can I can try and match. And it's, it's a joke. This is a joke. I was at uh, Chiller Fest a few years ago. Oh. And um, my ex-girlfriend, yeah, I know, Chillerfest in Parsippany, New Jersey. And my ex-girlfriend <laughs> was, uh, was well, well, we won't get into it, but she was sleeping with Dean Stockwell at the time. And um, so I'm, I'm hanging out there. And my I'm mind talk- just got blown. I know. I'm talking to Dean Stockwell. Al from Quantum Leap, and then who does it? Who walks over? But Ernest right. Borgnine, the star of the Secret Garden from 19. 19- I know he's like a real actor. <laughs> no, he's from Dune. No, like, 
Well, I think of Dean Stockwell. I think of all the he was a child actor in the old movies. Oh wow, it that's blows funny. my mind. Yeah, yeah, no, I think of him as like you know Al. Yeah, of I think course, he's Al. Yeah, yeah, Dune also. and uh, yeah, and, you know, the David Lynch movies. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but then who does who walks over? But Ernest Borgnine. Ernest so Borgnine. I know. So I got Al. I got I got Dean Stockwell and Ernest Borgnine, and they're palling around, and I'm in the conversation. I'm like, wow, I need to get out of here. <laughs> It was cool though. Uh, they were fun, but yeah, that's not quite talking to legend, like living legends like Wheezy and, and Walt and uh, Claremont and Arthur Adams, whom I've all met. I've met all of them. They're all lovely people, but uh, but I've never shared a meal with any of them. But I did have a drink with Dean Stockwell. That was that was one thing. I think you got to you got to call your memoir between Stockwell and Borgnine. That'd be dude. Uh, yeah. Well, the Borgnine thing that was it. I did, and I and it was so long ago. I took a picture with like a flip phone. So like I have this grainy from the back shitty picture and i'm like this is this, no one will no one will believe you um <laughs> but you were saying you coordinated with uh or you're chatting with uh with josh and chip is there much like continuity cohesion and coordination that you're doing now that you're back in continuity with these guys like do you go like all right how do we do this again what's going on in the next arc should we have wonder woman show up are we doing a thing or 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 do you just kind of go like no nah, it's not connected don't worry about it no, very much so. No, this is much more connected than when I was on Rebirth, I would say. Wow. Uh, Rebirth, I mean, my, my Batman Rebirth is fairly self-contained. I mean, there's like the button, which which crossed over a little bit. Yeah. Um, and you know, there was like some... But usually I kind of bowed out for the stuff that crossed over, like see Orlando did Monster Men stuff. And, right, right. Um, even, the, even the wedding issues... Uh, I didn't want to do any crossover issues, and and uh, but my my Tim Seeley is one of the best people I know. You know, uh, they're like, we'll give Tim Seeley four issues. I was like, all right, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so uh, yeah, but but this this time I going in because they were a little they're like a little hesitant. They're like, Tom, are you sure you want to do this? You know, we're gonna have to do all this sort of things if you have a new continuity. And I yeah. was like, I am all in. I am ready. I want this challenge. I was like, I want. Uh, I, I want to refer, you know, in the first issue, you know, we refer to both, you know, Batman's continuity, uh, you know, his current sort of schizophrenia. I think we'd refer to that. And we definitely refer to the new Superman LexCorp stuff. Oh, cool. Um, and we, we and, and from the first issue, you see sort of hints of the sort of next year of the DCU when they planned out. I can't tell you what those hints are, but they're in the background of the first issue. Cool. Um, uh, the first issue introduces a huge new villain who will be playing a big role in the DCU. We Wonder Woman obviously has a, a really good uh, rogues gallery. Uh, really? Like, well, I mean, they're they're crazy, and they, and there's there's fun potential in all of them. But I mean, there's there's something. I yeah, I mean, Silver Swan is is cool, and Cersei and Grail and Doctor yeah, Psycho. Right. Even Angleman, I kind of feel like could be like a kite man of hers. You know, like yeah, there's like yeah. there there's there's some potential. There there's some cool stuff in there. Uh, That's but great. We wanted, we wanted to give, I feel like everyone who comes to Wonder Woman says this, but, and of course she has Ares as sort of the background villain yeah. of all, everything she does. Um, but, but, but someone Lex Luthor, someone Joker level who, who, totally. who, could, who could do that. Cause it's hard to, def- she has Cheetah, but Cheetah's not really a bad guy as much. She's much more of a gray kind of character. She lives yeah. In, it's in tough. Cause she world. does like, she flips, she flips and uh, back and forth and it would be like if there were periods where Joker like turned over a new leaf, like it just, you can't call them the big bad. If there's like, if there's runs like, like Sabretooth where it's like, yes. Hey, remember when Sabretooth was on the X-Men, you know, like, Oh, well then he can't really be like the most hardcore, terrible person. Can he? Because like at some point Xavier vouched for him. So, you know, yeah. 
So, yeah, exactly. We wanted someone complicated and totally evil, the way Lex Luthor yeah. is totally evil, the way the Joker is totally evil. So, exactly. so we're introducing that big new villain that's going to be, you know, a big and central character in the DCU going forward. That's an Ishman Wonder Woman one. Oh, great. Um, it goes, his name is the Sovereign, in case you want to know. Ooh, uh, which, okay. Don't don't tell people I said it. Uh, right, and no, <laughs> <laughs> we gotta give you've listened this long. You might as well get something out of it. Exactly. Why not? Why not? Uh, um, and 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 so, yeah, yeah. But we're we're coordinating. You know, I'm I, uh, I'm bringing in some big guest stars very early on, um, cool. just to sort of make sure that we you know understand. I mean, because the the goal is always. That, that feeling you got when you were a kid or, you know, to give that feeling back where, you know, you're reading an issue of Captain America and Thor flies by. He's like, Thor, where are you headed? He's like, oh, it's villains. You know, uh, it's, it's Inferno. I got to go beat up a, a mailbox <laughs> and turn into a demon. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. So, so like, like that feeling that like you're, you're, you're in a world where, where things matter and that, that, that raises the stakes. I very much exactly. wanted to participate in that. And to, to, to say that, you know, that the, the big changes are coming, like, you know, we're adding Trinity, we're adding Wonder Woman's daughter. It's not a theoretical change. That's a huge change to DCU that's going to impact every single book. So yeah. we, 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 we very much wanted that. So, yeah. And it does help that, you know, Look, look, Josh is everybody's best friend. He's one of the most wonderful social people in comics. But but Josh and I have had a weekly phone call every single week of our lives for like five years now hmm. um, where we sort of talk about the state of comics. And and, um, and Chip is, you know, just a super wonderful, easy person to work with. So the fact that the three of us are very good friends, uh, go back very far. I, mean, I, I, I you know, um, Chip and I won our first Eisners like next to each other, the same table. You know, we, we, we have a yeah, history with each other. Exactly. Um, and and so it, it does help that we're kind of all tied together and, and, and sort of very much support each other. Very much like I want Batman to be the biggest. Batman should be the lead book. I mean, Chip should take it by our reins and make it the best thing possible. And I want Superman to be this ideal, brilliant character that helps us launch this book. I I, I, I want their success. And I think, think and hopefully every once in a while they want mine. Or at least they're I'm not sure. <laughs> too hard behind my back. Exactly. Uh, so Trinity, speaking of her, um, can you talk a little bit about the process of like developing slash designing what Trinity is all about? I know we haven't gotten too much. Like we don't really know the history of the lassos. We don't know a lot of, a lot about her, but uh, can you talk about like where she kind of came from? Like what, like was this kind of like the, the thing you had to crack where you're like, Oh, I've got my in now for wonder woman. Yeah. That was or, the first, that was the first idea I had when I first sort of approached it before I had the idea for sovereign, before I had the idea of what sort of you're going to see in wonder woman. Number one was the idea that, and it, it comes from Mitch, Mitch Garrett, who I work with, you know, so often he's, he's, he's so brilliant. I, I don't want him to be a writer. So I should say this idea doesn't come from, <laughs> but yeah, uh, 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 he, he had had the, you know, we're, we're, we're working on convincing them to do an absolute Mr. Miracle and, and they're into it. Um, and but one of the things that they're like do some extra stuff for it and, and Mitch had the idea of doing a story where uh, the Super Sons who Mitch, Mitch is a huge fan of the Super Sons uh, the, the Pete Tomasi uh, stuff um, was uh, uh, babysit for little Jacob who's Mr. Miracle's kid and he's like let's yeah. do a story about that and I was like that that's amazing that would be su super fun and then I just I just whole heart I just stole that idea from him because <laughs> uh, to me it was it was like they're there's the, the batman son and superman son are babysitting someone who should they be babysitting they should be babysitting wonder woman's daughter that's just a no-brainer 
Yeah. That's, 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 that's like, that's what I want. And as soon as I, I have three children, I have, I have a 13 year old daughter who loves wonder woman has um, a Neil Adams, wonder woman um, are above her that she sleeps next to every day. That's awesome. And, um, and so I, I immediately just had it out. I was like, you know, I went to my kids. I was like, what do you guys think of, you know, uh, Batman's son and, and Superman's son taking care of wonder woman? And, and immediately they a thousand questions at me like how old is he how is where are they going like what is, like they were that idea just appealed to them like on a just a basic level yeah of of, of superman has a son but what what is who's wondering and they started asking like, who's the father uh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, how old is she like where does she come from what are her, her powers is she an amazon what what's her personality right and they, they were so into it so fast i was like this is the idea this is yeah, you you're like i tapped into something kind of like primal like this is, yeah. this is a good idea yeah and let's just face it, Sal, between you and me, I'm terrible at making up new characters. <laughs> uh, I, I, that's not true. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure Gotham Girl is setting the world on fire right now. Yeah. I think that the, first, I think the only reason that was show. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, look, okay, so you know, yeah, there's no spin-off movie of Gotham Girl, but you know, there aren't a lot of Gotham Girl stories out there. You know, like I, I feel like people just didn't didn't key into that but you know that's i managed idea. to be on batman for 85 issues without creating a villain that anybody remembers mm. scott was on it for one issue and we had court of owls so yeah, i was well, 80 i had 84 more chances than scott and i missed it <laughs> 84 times yeah all right that's so, fair so i i'm good at i'm good at taking other people's properties and sort of putting a spin on them but the only thing i've created that has had sort of lasting values viv vision um yeah big deal who, people who, love her yeah, people love her, and I'm so proud of what's become of her. But besides that, there, there's not much original material I have added, um, mm. which made me all the more pissed off in the fact that I did not name Trinity. <laughs> oh, really? Yes, that is not my name. It comes from my friend Daryl Taylor, who's a podcaster, um, who's who's an old old friend of mine. I was bouncing names off him, and I, I had utterly horrible names. Obviously, Wonder Woman already had a daughter, for people who don't know, in old continuity 50 years ago, pre-crisis. Yes. Um, there was Earth oh. One, Earth Two Wonder Woman, and Earth yes, Two we, Wonder Woman yeah. had a daughter named Fury. Right. Um, uh, Fury, who, who, and her last name was Trevor, so obviously a daughter of Trevor. Naturally. Uh, and so that, I mean, that was one option we could do, but we want to do something new. We want to do something different. And that was also, you know, the, the golden Earth Two was not Earth One. That's a different Wonder Woman. That's exactly. a different sort of thing. And I had already done Helena Wayne, so I didn't want to do the exact same thing again. That's fair. Yeah. Um, so we were looking for a sort of new name and I was bouncing names off my buddy Daryl and, and he, he threw Trinity at me and I was like, Oh God damn it. I was like, no, no, that's too matrixy. And he's like, dude, it's been 20, it's been 20 years, 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, um, I think it's been 24 years. So God, we're old. Oh yeah. Uh, that's, Oh no. And so, and then I had I immediately as soon as I Trinity, I was like, why is your name Trinity? I was like, Oh, because, not only should she complete the Trinity of Batman and Superman, but also exactly. she has these three, three, the three lassos thing immediately came to me. Um, and I was like, Oh, that's, that's, that's utterly perfect. And I, I, I adored it from the beginning, but I was like, God, if I'm finally creating a character that could be big, I didn't even fucking name her. Oh, I'm the worst. <laughs> I'm the absolute worst. Daryl, Daryl named her. Um, yeah. So I was immediately very mad at him for coming up with that. Of course. But I, I couldn't think of anything um, better. Yeah. Uh, and although now if you guys if you have ideas right now we're trying to name what to call these three people together um oh like the trinity like the new the trinity, trinity yeah the new trinity what's it called yeah, because she is called trinity so it's yeah uh, you can't call them the trinity or the new trinity that yeah and obviously there's already a trinity it's the 
it's the original. So we right. need a sort of a exactly. new, and they can't call me Super Sons because they're now and Super Sons and Daughter sounds weird. So we're we're working on it. It'll, it'll be in the book. We have some ideas. I'm not saying they're good, but one of them will hit. Yeah, um, like Triad or something. You know, it's got to be tri- Triad. Sounds like a, a gang. That's it's a, well, it is a gang. Yeah, no, it's true. But <laughs> all right. Uh, so 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 yeah so that so so that's where trinity came from and her personality um you know because i wanted to give her something when damien stepped off i mean he was fully formed the way grant brought, brought oh, damien yeah. into the world john took a little while to find his personality i felt it was when you know taylor's kind of started writing him and kind of matured him a little bit. obviously john had the weird um age gaps that you know he was a baby then he was 13 like, and then he 13. was 17 exactly over the course of a year so we so that that, that was odd odd um, but yeah, finding a personality for, and then we, we sort of, I, I don't want to see like copy, but I, I found someone in a sitcom I really liked. And I was like, kind of like, oh, this, I like this kind of person. <laughs> it was, and it was, it was, it was this idea that like, it's that kind of arrogance that reveals vulnerability mm-hmm. where you're just telling everybody how good you are all the time, which what you're really saying is I need your help. You know, that, mm. that, that kind of thing was, was what we went with her. Yeah. Um, and uh, so yes, that, that's how we, and, and to design her, all I did was I, I, Daniel Goddard. I named her Lizzie, uh, my niece. I've named a lot of people after my niece. Ruthie is named after my niece from Super. Yes, a niece of mine from Supergirl. Um, and I named um, Alice from Superman Up in the Sky is another one of my nieces. And my daughter Claire, uh, 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 Gotham Girl was Claire Clover, so, so she's she's oh. had one. And uh, and I, I hate naming things after my kids because I just hate because um, I eventually have a, you know these superheroes have to be sort of punch in the somebody face else's. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. or or somebody else's yeah that's true yeah um so 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 i i have a i have a niece whose name is lizzie uh she's my goddaughter so i i if I, I started with that and then i was like why would her name be lizzie and i of course i was like where are we and then i looked up uh, you know as we said before marcy was in a throuple and, and the, the the two wives helped him write and one of the mm-hmm. one of the wives is named elizabeth oh um, that's perfect so so it was it was it was very kids elizabeth and olive were the two my, mm. my brain is right so yeah so so we so i was so i just told dc it was after that elizabeth but it was really my my little um my niece nice. um and, I, and yeah and, and the, the the name lizzie is kind of cool and modern and, and hip and you know it's kind of pride and prejudice obviously starring lizzie which is my daughter's favorite book so that also oh that's great so all the, all that stuff that that's 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 where lizzie comes from that's where trinity comes from that's where her personality comes from. her design was all daniel all i said was that she had a ponytail because my daughter wears a ponytail 24 7 and i wanted to give her a ponytail so yeah uh, a brown hair and a ponytail is my daughter, so she's brown nice. hair and a ponytail. Uh, how much of this series would you say is like divided between like the present day Diana and the future of uh, of Lizzie Trinity? Oh, it's ninety nine percent present day. Okay, um, it is the story. What we saw in eight hundred was it was a flash forward, a twenty year flash forward in, in my mm-hmm. mind. So at that point, Trinity is nineteen. Um, and 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 you know, Damien's in his early twenties, and and. Or I guess the, the Damien John are in their twenties, but yeah, the gap between them. Uh, and um, so, in, in the current continuity, in Wonder Woman number one, this this daughter has not been born yet. The story right. that we're watching is the story of her birth. The the stuff that we missed with both Damien and John, which was yeah. the story of you know, for bat lack of a word, their creation, the the the, yeah. the, the, the first moment. Um, that, that was part of my, my pitch to DC is, is, is uh, everyone knows that the, the number one rated show of all time was the, was the season finale of MASH. Yes. Um, the number two rated show of all time was the birth of Lucy's baby from, from I Love Lucy. Oh. So I, 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 was, I was like, 
that moment is something that we've never seen. And I, I've, I very much wanted to, to, to work with it. So, 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 um, uh, so, so that 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 was the the pitch from the beginning. This is this this is the story of how Trinity comes about and, and sort of what she means and what her destiny is and how she plays a role in DC Universe. That said, um, I, I've, I've I think I've, I said this in threads, but um, they're allowing me to do some backups later on in the in the oh. series. And as part of those fun backups, I'm going to get to do stories in the future with this whatever we're calling him, the triad or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> The three of them, and the goal being to, uh, I want to create a, a little book that you can give to to both, like you know, a teenager who wants to laugh and a, and an and a eight year old girl who wants to read stories about, um, powerful a, a little a little girl whose two older brothers are Batman and Superman. That's um, kind of dope. Yeah, I love that. So 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 that just the, the, I, so you're gonna see some flash forwards. You know, uh, we're we're gonna go in and out of when she's five years old, when she's thirteen years old, when she's twenty years old. Um, we're going to see sort of the, the, some future flash forwards of these of, of these three people interacting and how and what that dynamic is because that dynamic to me is something fun and new and cool. Definitely. So, so that that'll be. But the main story, the 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 DC thriller, is is in the present day. It's about Wonder Woman. It's about a new status quo for her. It's about a new mission for her. It's about her, like I said, kicking ass as the Wolverine of the DCU, um, <laughs> and getting it done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Moving uh, right along, I wanted to ask about um, really quick human target. Congratulations on your Eisner win! Um, Thank you. That's very uh, nice. Are we getting yeah, that, that, uh, that book? Was was me being uh, like a Bill Belichick getting out of Tom Brady's way? Like that was yep. that was that was I was like, okay, let let Greg Smallwood cook. That was <laughs> totally. So, I'm oh. super proud of that award, but it very much belongs to what Smallwood did. Small Smallwood killed it on that book. That book was uh, perfection. It was just such a such a tour de force it's what comics should be um we're getting we just finished getting the volume two of that hardcover are we getting a collected volume like, i hope so everything i i hope so i mean i, I mean the, the riddle with these things people ask me because you know supergirl's not out in hardcover yet either is yeah. so pe people say is, is hardcover gonna come uh, gonna come i was like it'll only come if you buy the trade and if i tell you that the hardcover is coming you won't buy the trade so the hardcover won't come it's like heisenberg's right hardcover yeah <laughs> uh, the, the more you think the hardcover is coming the less it's coming it's it's yeah. very bizarre yeah uh, so I, I i would i have have i have no inside information i would imagine yes eventually they're going to collect the, the but if if that hardcover doesn't sell if nobody buys it they won't do it so right but but the two Someone's volumes are are beautiful they're designed yes. by small by greg greg designed them oh no um shit. They, they went i mean I, I i'm sure it was a collaboration with dc but they went to greg and said how do you want to do this and that's what, how he wanted to do it oh that's awesome um, so so they have that sort of because he's one of the best designers in comics so they have that feel it's it's they're they're beautiful volumes they don't have the special in them so the future volume will have that the sort of, mm. the sort of special we did to fill in the gap between but i mean i i, I mean i recently went back and you know when i got the second volume i read the whole thing and i was like i, I I don't know what more I can do. This is as good comics as I can make. <laughs> I can't. Oh. Like, I, I, I don't know. Whatever hill I'm trying to climb, that was it. I climbed yeah. it. Now I don't know what the fuck to do with myself. It's, I was like, this is, I love this. I love what it is. Yes. It's, it. yeah. No, it's it's incredible. Um, real quick, how many pages of Supergirl Women of Tomorrow do you own? None. Zero. Big fat there's, none. No. Because she. there's so, no way that uh, that, that Bilkis does, uh, does digitals. She does not. She is. She is traditional. Um, I'm going to see Bilkas when I go to uh, XP uh, the Brazil Con in December. Um, mm. So hopefully I can. I can. But what happened? What happened with every time she'd announce? Okay, I'm selling. I never want to ask an artist for a page. 
no, yeah, I'm, I'm stealing from them, and they will always give the writer a page if you ask. But sure, that's it. Just feels schmucky to me to ask. Yeah, well, um, I feel like you could probably get that. Uh, the, what was the issue? I can't remember the issue number, but it's the one that you wrote over again in a day. Yeah, six. It was six. Yeah, issue six. I figure there's got to be something from six that you got to get. I wish I. W- but so what would happen? She'd announce the issue, and then someone would come in and pre-buy the whole issue, and so they yeah. would announce the sale, and the sale would go off before it started. Oh, um, damn it! So so that happened over and over, and I missed I missed buying out. I've seen some of the pages. I've seen people have brought me. They're very. One of them went on Heritage, so they they let one of them. It wasn't like a great page with the Nem Supergirl underneath. Yeah. Um, okay. So I considered going after it, but I was like, oh. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't own a single piece of Supergirl art except in wow. my Wow, That's outrageous. I, generally speaking, I don't like owning art. I don't love owning art from my own books. Mm, except I, for the I 12 like, pages that are literally behind you. Except for those. And and, and, and the fact that I just spent a ton of money buying it. So, so you may want to reevaluate that concept. And I, I own four Mitch Garrett's originals, which are very rare. So, But how could you not? Like that's, I mean, yeah, I understand that. Um, but yeah, I mean, generally speaking, I, when I buy art, I don't want to buy my own stuff. I want to buy stuff that has, first of all, I like art that has letters on it, um, which obviously mm. mine do. Well, because they're your words, yeah. Yeah, because they're my. I wouldn't hate to stare at my words and say, yeah, it. it, it I, you know, whenever like I have a um, I, when I, when I I have like a Batman thing that that um Jorge gave me, and I stared. I was like, oh, I should have done those panels differently. <laughs> you know, there's, just, <laughs> there's always just a t- everything I do. I'm like, I was like, I could make it a little better. I could. So I, yeah, I don't want to stare at something and try to improve it all the day. No, definitely. Um, I was just thinking about uh, Gotham City Year One, uh, apropos of the, the beautiful page you just showed off. Um, Gotham City Year One, a book that I was like, nah. And then uh, we met, we met at <laughs> last year's New York Comic Con, and you were like, here. You literally gave me issue one. You're like, here, just take it, you Philistine. And, uh, and I was good. like, all right. And it's I read it, and, it and I've been I've been singing its praises the whole uh, like ever since issue two. I think this book is another phenomenal. Like it's Phil Hester's best work. It's your. It's like some of your best work. Like it's. It is such a good book and uh, and gut wrenching and, and and heartbreaking and 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 real and true, but also like gritty and noiry. And it's like the hardcover just came out. People need to buy this book and own it and talk about it. And and, and oh man, what a good effing book that is! Um, I, that's I'm, all. I'm just, so pr- I'm so proud of it. Um, I, I it, we just so you know how the order I wrote things. I I wrote you know I think it was. Human Target, Supergirl, then Gotham City. I, you're on whatever whatever coffee yeah. I was drinking during that ride. I should have. You got to get that blend. <laughs> I got to get that blend, man. I, that was work. Yeah, I, the hardcover just came out. Look, look. This is another book like Supergirl that nobody bought. Now I love it. I cannot be more proud of it. Yeah. Um. So I want to push it in trade, and hopefully it has does what happened to Supergirl because it, uh, it's complicated. It deals with yeah. issues of race and class. Yeah. And and it's super drenched and straight up noir. It has a wonderful sort of protagonist and mm-hmm. it's it's sexy and people betray each other left, right, and center. And there's wonderful just if you're a Batman fan, I mean, because it, it exists out it it has the origin of, you know, how it has Joker's kind of true hidden origin. It has a true hidden origin of, of why, you know, uh, how Thomas Wayne ended up walking around the wrong alley. Yep. It has the origin of why it's called crime alley. Yeah. That um, crime alley reveal. I was like, Oh shit. I need to re I need to go back and reread the whole damn book. Cause I know there's more. You, you, you just snuck the court of owls in there. Yeah. There's the court of owls are, are in there are in the background. Um, so, so there's, 
there's a lot of sort of Gotham lore that you can get out of it. But uh, but it's also like if you just want to go to the beach and read like a pulpy. That's sexy, right. You just want to be a, like when I when I go into you know you read my Batman run you oh how does this crossover this how does this do this you, you get Gotham City year one you're just you're gonna have two hours where you can take off from the world you know it's like totally. it's, it's it's I mean it was modeled very much after Darwin's brilliant Parker books which I just think are some of the best graphic novels of all time mm. and um and and then and that's what it is it it's it, you, you will pick it up you will you will disappear for two hours into the 1960s of Gotham City into yeah. a world that's like Chinatown that's gross and, and drearsome uh, where, where one man is trying to do good in a world full of sin and uh yeah i i, I absolutely love that book and please buy it because i would do those forever it was so much fun i cannot tell you it's so much i, I talked at the beginning how much how hard wonder woman was right this was the easiest thing in the world to write. <laughs> i could not every day i, I tell my wife I was, like, I was like they're never gonna let me do this again there's no superheroes in it it's yeah it's, no well you I, I, I could feel there is there is a batman cameo in it like where it's like kind of it's book ended with batman and i was like I that's that feels like someone just going like could you please could you please just put Batman in like one page just one page and then we can put Batman on all the freaking promotional material just put Batman in there just one one panel I'll take one panel if you just put Batman in it please for the love of God do you know who that person was that was my inner voice that was that <laughs> like was... uh and then Batman shows up <laughs> my editor was like why why Batman's in the end of the book I was like we have to put him in somewhere nobody's gonna buy this book it has to have somebody <laughs> in a mask in it at some point yeah um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that that was me me uh uh, I don't know, not trusting myself or just feeling in my heart. I was like, we gotta put some gotta super put in there. content in. And the one that uh, you have the you got the comps. Do we know when that hardcover comes out? Because that's one of those. Uh, here they are. I can show you. Oh, look at this live comps. Of, and it's oh, oh, it's, oh, it's so look at so it's it's a beautiful one. It's got the the Hest, it has Hester art uh-huh. on the front and back. But then you take this thing off and you get this. Look how look how pretty this is. Yeah, the cover. Look at this. Look how sexy this book looks. I need like a poster. Oh I wish DC made more posters of their covers. That would be something that I'd be oh, And the off. art inside with the Jordy Blake colors. It's just, oh, it's just a, yeah. Everyone's doing their best a, work. That's the thing. Like it's, ev- it's everyone's like best stuff. Yeah. I can, I'm going to put I, a link in the description. You can buy it Buy buy a pre-order the cop. Like I'll put it in the description. You can, in the comments, you can pre-order the book. I, I have to make it available. It's just, oh, no, um, take a second. Read a pulpy novel. Yeah, the, the fucking the world's going insane. Take a take yeah. a break from it. Take it to a simpler time when it was really complicated and terrible. Uh, <laughs> not like today. <laughs> but, but it was it was it was about you know I, I I'm from LA, a city that kind of fell in my lifetime where I thought it was a city on the hill and it turns out to sort of have this sort of pulse. You know, Scott and I used to have this not a fight, but like the interpretations of our Batman. Um, mm. Where Scott Scott grew up in Manhattan, I grew up in LA. Uh, and, and New York is a dirty, dreary city that at its heart is kind of lovely and wonderful. And L.A. is a beautiful, loving city that at its heart is kind of cruel and wicked. And yeah. I think like, it kind of explained both of our takes on Batman. Oh, my like, God. That's like, pretty brilliant. Yeah, I, I like, love that. Yeah. Scott's stories are all full of like, oh, everything is awful. But at the end, it's hope, you know, like it's I, feel hope, like, every, I feel yeah. like the Batman was very inspired by Scott. It's Batman, you know, holding a, Big a fire and walking through. I think yeah. and, and my things are like, no, it's it's in the outside. It's good. But on the inside, everyone's damaged and hurting. Um, <laughs> that's uh, fair. And trying to find love and it falling apart. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> part of the Batman that, that was mine where he's like reaches out to her and can't kiss her. It's like, oh, that's pretty yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's sad and emo. That's where a Tom lives. Totally. Yeah. Well, you know, that's uh, there's 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 golden in the rails. Yeah. Um, has there ever been, you, you know, you've you, a lot of your work this is kind of we're going to wrap up. But like uh, a lot of your a lot of your stuff 
doesn't really lend itself to sequelization. You know, you, Mr. Miracle 2, no. Human Target, Supergirl, <laughs> Gotham City. Have you ever gotten any pressure or have you ever felt pressure yourself to go like, we should probably do a sequel to that one? I mean, look, I'm viable. Like, I would... I would... <laughs> I'm for sale, folks. I mean, listen. You know, yeah, we could go back. Yeah. I mean, if I feel about... I mean, like... In, in Human Target, it was all the JLI members, but I yeah. purposely didn't put Scott and Barda in because I was like, I these are off the table for me. I don't talk about you them. Did, like you talked about them. You said I everything talked you about say. them. I said everything. So they, they don't appear in that book. Uh, mm-hmm. Same with um, a Danger Street that I know where the new gods are in them. Again, Barda and, and Mr. Miracle don't appear in that book because I was like, they've mm-hmm. just, I need them to rest. Um, first of all, no one's ever asked me. I've never been asked to do sort of a prop, you know, people are like, Oh God, nobody needs more danger street. Those are the most obscure characters are, um, <laughs> o- Omega men Two, Like it was the lowest selling book. Let's see if we can do it again. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, so although actually Omega men Two, I did have a pitch for that back in the day. Oh. Uh, uh, but n- no, I, what has happened, you know, and, and, and knock on wood is that a lot of these have become sort of very elevated, yeah. Um, yeah st- stuff like vision stuff like supergirl um uh, uh, mr miracle uh, strange adventures where i wouldn't want to touch it because i was afraid i would break it like i just right. feel like it's such a delicate kind of thing that if i sort of messed with it it would shatter totally um, which is stupid because you know they made godfather 2 and it didn't and godfather 1 is fine and even look i i, I know there, there are people who throw it under the bus but uh, uh dkr2 i think has some awesome moments in it like i'm glad it exists it's not my favorite yeah. comic of all time but i'm glad no. it exists in the world i'm it, i've, it's, I've it's come around on that book in a weird way i think that like dkr2 because you know like varley is clearly like learning on the job to do like yeah, digital colors and and she's so excited hard. by like what's like, oh this is a cool idea and it's like that's cool but maybe like don't don't do it on this but um i feel like if we could get another pass on the colors and <laughs> i don't know i, I dk2 i i've come around a bit where i'm like you know what? It would make a baller animated adaptation. I'd take an animated adaptation of Dark Knight Strikes again. I think it'd be kind of cool. <laughs> With all the roller skating. With uh, all that shit. Like, it's, such a, it's such a kinetic book. Like, it's just, you can really feel, is. like, Frank, like, playing with it, like, having fun. Like, he's just, he's just having fun. And, you know, getting paid top dollar for it. But, uh, but what, yeah. I, what I like, what I like with, with that book is, is there's, you can still see like the brilliance of Frank Miller that, that yeah. it's absolutely unmatched in the, in the terms of like, I've, I've said this before, like the best people have written Captain America for 700 issues. And the best Captain America story is eight panels in reborn. Like, <laughs> in, and, yeah. and, and, uh, and the, the, look, people have written plastic. I mean, look, the cold plastic man's, you know, but, but like the best plastic man story is three. Is he in that in book? DKR2. The best yeah. Adam story ever is in DKR two. Um, just you yeah. give, give, Frank was so far in his game, he could take any character for for four. The best Green Arrow story is in DKR with the, oh. the missing arm. So, like, I, I just love how he could take a side character and in five panels be like, "This is why he's awesome, and this is why he's yeah. good." And he that's does it fair. a few times in DKR too. So he does. No, I, I honestly, I will tell you, I felt like the uh, when when the heroes all spring into action and uh, Plastic Man's becoming the wrench, and yeah. everything's like everything's culminating. I'm like, I felt something. And I and I was like very upset with that book. <laughs> like when I first I read the first issue, I'm like, all right, all right, okay. And then issue two, I'm like, okay, no, no, I'm 
I am not happy. <laughs> Dude, when he when he we gets elongated, man, the free plastic, and he's like, "Why are we training plastic, man?" And he's like, "Do you realize he could kill us all? He could kill he's, us. All. He could kill yeah, us I, all." Such a I was like, "Oh my book. god, damn, he could kill yeah, us all." Haunts me. I do need to reread my, it. My first arc of Batman is my worst arc. I, no, I, no, no, the first one. Is, that's fun. Is, that's the worst. Which is depressing because you're always like, read my Batman, but don't start at the beginning. Like, but, those, yeah, start with I am Bane. I, I, I like the first issue. I like the first issue. But the first yeah. arc, I, I didn't know how to write a six-issue series. I mean, to be perfectly honest, I was so mm. f- fresh. I was a little baby comic book writer, True. which is ridiculous because I was 35. So I was right. old. But um, yeah, I was. But I, I, I had been writing comics for a year and a half before I got yeah, Batman number one. You were so, published, uh, from Marvel by the, for that, right? Like they were like. Yeah, but I mean, Vision were... was only issue six. I mean, yeah, I wasn't even <laughs> like it was. I had been, I was way unprepared for to, to take on uh, the Batman, and I did not. I simply I knew how to write a twelve issue series at that point because I'd done that three times by then. But I did not know how to write a six issue arc for that because because I had this like deep idea of like. What makes Batman's? I remember it's like sitting in my grandmother's house and and being like, what What makes Batman interesting? I was like, well, what makes Batman interesting is is he has no superpowers and yet he has, you know, he's the hero of this city. I was yeah. like, well, if someone well, could someone with superpowers be better in the city than him? I was like, that's mm-hmm. something I want to explore, and that sounds like a deep twelve issue series about Batman and a superpower and why Batman is special. Why Batman with nothing succeeds more than a Superman level person but i didn't yeah. get in any of that cool stuff in the first i am gotham because i just didn't know how to translate it so it just goes very quickly now there's cool art david finch is out of his mind and there's totally. some fun, funny moments and there are people who, to this day say they love it but they i do. always look at they it do. Like, oh. and then you know gotham girl is still setting the world on fire so we still absolutely that. breakout yeah. character everyone loves breakout her she's character. getting she's she got yeah. her own spin-off series after uh, she appeared on gotham and yeah, she's, uh, in, everyone she's in all the all the cartoons and all this all that they're gonna bring her in from the dceu into the <laughs> into the new dceu there it's it's a huge thing no uh, yeah that's right uh yeah scott scott started out court of owls and i started out with gotham girl good job <laughs> I feel like her power set. She had a good power set. Uh, The idea that that she only had three years of powers, and the more she used them, the closer she got to death. Yeah, that's a direct Chris Claremont. Go back to Chris Claremont. That was the direct Chris. Chris told me when I was his intern. He's like, the key to superpowered people is that their their power is their curse. Like that's Mm. that's how he felt about every character he wanted to write. Their power is their curse. Rogue's power. She can't touch. She if she touches someone, she but but if you. You know, Cyclops' power, you can never look someone in the eyes. He's like, that's just X Men. <laughs> like, that's who Chris Claremont is. He's X Men. What do you I know, but that doesn't translate to everything. You know, yeah. we don't need another, we don't need a, a Gotham spawn who's going to run out of freaking power. Oh, no, I years. didn't know. I was a baby writer. I told you this. <laughs> that's true. No. I have to look at Wonder Woman 5 tomorrow, and I don't know how it's, it's going to be. I, I'm you know, sure fr- people will love it. Fr- no, Fridays I edit, so I've written. So it's done. Like one of them, I have to see if it's any good. I'm, I'm worried. I'm really worried. We'll yeah. see how, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, we're gonna see some kangaroos. I know. At least that's good. There, there are kangaroos coming. Wonder Woman one is real good. It's a good comic. It's all. It's thirty pages. They gave me the whole issue. Ooh. Um, and Daniel does all thirty, and it is. It's epic. Yeah. It's. Yeah. I, that's the best way to put it. It's. It's. It's an epic comic with it introduces. Yeah. yeah. It's. It's a Wonder Woman like you've always seen. Yet a Wonder Woman you've never seen before. I like that. I like that. Or if the Wonder Woman you always thought existed. Like you, you just go, oh yeah, this is like Wonder Woman all the time. And you go back and you're like, oh no, this is what I thought Wonder Woman was. It's like a, it's like a video game remake. 
if you love Wonder Woman, this is the book for you. If you hate Wonder Woman, this is the book for you. I just made that up just now. I made that up. That's amazing. They'll never that's know that I'm, I'm a marketing genius. That's never. You are. Me. Yeah, they should be paying you twice, man. I'm telling you. If you could do Wolverine over at Marvel, would it be a 12 issue <laughs> mini or would it be an ongoing series? Uh, at one point, Marvel, this is going to sound super arrogant. I really apologize for it. <laughs> uh, but I, I was, I was, uh, they asked me, they said, you can have, um choose a book you know like like they're they're just yeah. they're coming after me they're like, like pick a book any book don't book. leave yeah. that's not that, that that never happens in your career so this is a very rare yeah um and uh and i chose wolverine and captain america like together uh, together and i was going to do a thing where uh you know wolverine had done something awful and captain america was hunting him and we saw you know one side of it from wolverine's point of view and one side from captain it was called the hunting i think um, and, and they would do, do two books where they were basically they were parallel books where one was both were the protagonists of their own book. And, uh, that, that was my that was my pitch at the time. Oh my but God. It, that's 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 um, in, in, in Sandman's library now. Never written. So. Yeah. Who, who drew it in that library? <laughs> I don't know. Who did. Come try? on. Uh, <laughs> well, Greg's over there now. Maybe it was Capullo. Yeah, maybe it was Capullo. <laughs> uh, it was the other Schubert I always wanted to work with. Uh, oh Adam. yeah, yeah, Adam. Adam. He's oh. good. He oh. that's the Wolverine artist. Yes, yes, he's the Wolverine artist. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. That we'll have to clip that. There's no way. <laughs> We're gonna get a note. It's no, like, it's fine. They're fine. DC, we did anagram together. We're we're still friends. That's true. Yeah. Amalgamum. Sorry, not anagram. amalgam. Anagram was a different sort of. Thing. I was like anagram. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very late. I'm sorry. It is. It is. It's time. To, it's time to wrap up. Thanks for being I'm here, out. man. Thank you everybody for watching. My pleasure. Thank you, Sal, for doing this and for being oh, just a. Ch- I don't want to say cheerleader of comics, but like, you know, oh, yeah. com- I, I, comics I, are our conversation and you are out there uh, uh, leading that conversation and you're very appreciative. Thank you very much. I do appreciate it, man. I appreciate you. You're, you're, you're elevating the, 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 the system. I do appreciate that. Um, Buy Cotham city. You're one. It's in the comments. Pre-order wonder woman number. Is it number one or 801 or is it legacy number? It is number one. I think it's a slash 801 or like, like the sort of the Marvel style. Um, but mm-hmm. this is a Wonder Woman number one. Again, I go for the art germ cover because I think that's going to sell it the fastest. There are some mm-hmm. awesome others. There's a Jumpa cover. The Sempore cover is beautiful. Yeah. But just, you know, I'm just telling you guys, it's going to sell out. And you're going to be able to resell <laughs> it. Buy two copies, sell one on eBay, and then buy the other covers. I'm sure yeah. Sure. Well, final order cutoff is the end of August. So tell your comic book store now that you want it. I'm going to right now. So, well. And I, w- I will be, I will be. Doing two huge signings. Um, I'll be at th- I'll be at Third Eye Comics, or the biggest comic book store um, near me in DC, Con- which is in, um, here in Maryland. And I will be doing a Midtown signing in New York City. So if 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 you are on the I ninety five corridor, you can find me to sign Wonder Woman number one the week it comes out. So buy, awesome. buy a comics, so you can get me to sign it. Hell yeah, I I will definitely uh, Roger that. Uh, thanks for being here. Thanks for watching. See you next time, everybody. <laughs>